Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. An interesting study was conducted by the staff of the Washington Post to test just how observant or not observant people are of what's going on all around them. Here's what happened, and I'm getting this per the PBS NewsHour. During the study, pedestrians rushed by without realizing that the musician playing at the entrance to the metro stop was a Grammy-winning musician, who just two days before this sold out a theater in Boston where the seats averaged about $100 a piece. Anyway, he's in the subway playing one of the most intricate pieces ever written with a violin worth $3.5 million. In the 45 minutes the musician played his violin, only six people stopped and stayed for a while. About 20 people gave him some money, but they mostly continued to walk their normal pace. At the end of the day, he collected $32. Now, the study and the subsequent article organized by the Washington Post was part of a social experiment looking at perception, taste, and the priorities of people. Interestingly, this article and experiment won a Pulitzer Prize for the story. But some of the questions that the article addresses are are these. Do we perceive beauty? Do we stop to appreciate it? Do we recognize the talent that may pop up in an unexpected context? As it turns out, many of us are not nearly as perceptive to our environments as we'd like to think we are. Keeping the pop culture angle going, this has been done a lot on television sometimes too. I remember seeing, for example, the Jimmy Fallon show. They've heavily disguised performers and have taken them busking in subway stations. And people have walked right by people like Alanis Morissette and you too. And I believe this because I'm a firm believer that things of interest and beauty really are everywhere. We just kind of have to be perceptive enough and be open enough to notice that they're there. There's a Japanese philosophy called wabi-sabi, which essentially is described as the discovery of beauty in imperfection. Now, characteristics of wabi-sabi aesthetics and principles include things like uh, things that are rough, asymmetry, or things that are overly simple, simplicity in general. Uh, Per the Omar Itani website, here are the ideas from the Japanese wabi-sabi philosophy that can drastically improve your life. Here's a few examples. Through acceptance, it says you find freedom. Out of acceptance, you find growth. The, The core philosophy of this can be summed up in one word, ukitamo which essentially means I humbly accept with an open heart. So you're about to lose your job. You have a lot of options. 
but one of them is Ukatamo. The forecast suddenly changes to downpour rain, and now you have to cancel your outdoor event. You've got a lot of options of how you want to feel, but one of them, Ukatamo. No, these things don't bring you joy, but if you do this, you accept them as reality and then figure out a way to move forward. Another thought here, all things in life, including you and I, are in an imperfect state of flux. So the goal, according to all this, is to strive not for perfection, because we're not probably going to hit that, just for excellence instead, whatever that means, depending on our own personal capabilities. See, if everything in nature is always changing, then nothing can ever be absolutely complete because it's always changing. And, and since perfection is a state of completeness, then nothing can ever be perfect. So according to this wabasabi philosophy, it teaches us that all things, including us and life itself, are impermanent, incomplete, and as a result, imperfect. Now, according to all of this, here's the takeaway. Slow and simple, is one of the best ways to feel the joy of what it means to be alive. Why? Because only by doing so will we allow ourselves to become more present and in tune with the world around us. See, only by doing so will we immerse ourselves into the fabric of this universe and appreciate it for what it is. Little stuff, guys. The, the joy of watering your flowers in the morning. The joy of watching a sinking sun, the joy of listening to soft rain, the joy of baking a cake or reading a book, and maybe even reading that book under the shade of a tree. See, beauty is found in everything that is alive. Finally, to be content with what you have and where you are is to be grateful. To be content with what you have and where you are while working toward what you want and fully trusting that you probably can get pretty close to it means that we have to be intentional. We can't wait for the waves to pull up to us. We've got to run out into the water. And through gratitude, intention, and action, a lot of times that's where we find our happiness. The Think Simple Now website sums all this up well. It says, for example, have you ever really thought about how many different processes have to be organized simply to create the experience that you're having right this second? Imagine if all of this stuff had to take conscious effort on, on your part. You had to think right now about breathing or think about listening to music, think about listening to this podcast. You don't. It, it just, once you start the process, it just sort of happens. Isn't that amazing? Now multiply that by a trillion. Every breath, every movement, I'm sitting here gesturing into this microphone, and I'm not thinking about that. Every condition that's creating the possibility for us to be alive right now, it's a miracle. In order to make awareness of beauty a permanent fixture in our lives, we need to practice being aware and mindful. The article continues. It says, if we're always thinking 
I'm super guilty here. We're never in a relationship with reality. What's happening right at this moment. See, in order to become intimate with life, we've got to listen to life. Imagine that every time that you interact with someone, you're the only one talking constantly. Would that be communication? Not really, because you never gave the other person a chance to speak. Well, it works the same way when we're communicating with life. See, instead of thinking all the time and getting lost in our own thoughts, sometimes just slowing down and just listening to life is a good thing. So we should, from time to time, put our focus on listening. When we find that we're drifting away in our own thoughts, especially if they're negative, we can gently bring our focus back to actually listening. The trees swaying, the leaves blowing around on the ground, waves crashing on the shore. The simplest of things have the most profound beauty, but we can only see them if we're present if we're really there. See, if, if we're there, but our mind is brooding, we're off somewhere else. And we may completely miss the beauty that's all around us. See, we humans have a tendency to focus on the negative in events and circumstances and people. We have a tendency to count our misfortunes and all the things that are lacking way before we count our blessings. So we should make it a habit of focusing on all the things that we're really grateful for that we already have and we'll open ourselves up to experiencing the beauty of life. So here's the question. Will we now pay attention to the musician in the train station, even if only for a few moments? Will we relish the time holding a baby? or drinking ice-cold water with lemon on a scorching hot day? Do we realize that every single day presents opportunities for us to wonder, to be appreciative, and to learn something? Well, we can and should, as it will both add more appreciation and color to our lives. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to go with our overall theme. We're going with train songs. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, the DC Metro Train Station Experiment Playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast, the DC Metro Train Station Experiment. By the time you get to DC, you should have it. You probably don't have to type all that stuff in there. So here's our 10 train songs. Track number one, an album that I grew up with because it was in my dad's collection and I stole it from his Ellington Uptown record, Duke Ellington with Take the A Train. Number two, Hear My Train A Comin' by Jimi Hendrix. Number three, Vashti Bunyan with Train Song. Remember that name because we're going to do a psychology on vinyl about her soon. Number four, it's kind of cool. It's, it's a, a demo that Joey Ramone made called Waiting for That Railroad. Number five, 
the Ethiopians with Train to Scaville. Number six, Jumping Someone Else's Train by The Cure. Number seven, from their London Calling record, The Clash with Train in Vain. Number eight, ELO with Last Train to London. Number nine, Aerosmith's version of Train Kept a Rollin'. And number 10, I'm going to give you a hint, see if you can figure it out. Superstar, but he didn't get far. Got it? Nothing? All right, here's another hint. I know you will. Midnight Train to Georgia, dude, by Gladys Knight and the Pips. That is our new playlist, everyone. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash the DC Metro Train Station Experiment. We would like to welcome some new listeners to our little show. Our demographics report shows that we now have some listeners that we didn't have before in San Diego, California. Welcome to Refresher. All. This show simply would not exist without you, and I mean that. If you could all do me a favor and please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Maybe the message of today's is something that somebody really needs to hear. Maybe it was you. Maybe it was me. Pass it along. If they like music and they like pop culture, they'll probably at least be able to be able to tolerate this. Also, if, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can obviously make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. You can also check out our website for everything Refresher at refresherpodcast.yolasite.com for Refresher merchandise as well as links to all of the books I've written and links to friends of our show. Friends like those at Leafy, L-E-A-F-V-E, Designcraft, D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T, and of course, our friends at the Managing Expectations podcast. Learn all about all these guys at our website, which again is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late. And I don't know if you're ready for this, but I'm, you know, either way, I've got to tell you, it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. Until next time, though, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor. And remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. You have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you.